We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Hello and welcome to the Selection Sunday special here on the Field of 68 Media Network. It is the D. TF podcast, the Doster, TO, and Fanta podcast. As always, we are presented by our partners at Bet Rivers. Go check out Run Your Pool. Uh, go check out the Vaulted app. Download all of that good stuff. Uh, if you like this show and you want to support the show, support our sponsors. That's the best way to do it. That's the best way to make sure that we're able to uh, to keep doing this thing. Fanta, Terrence, we just spent uh, the good part of a weekend together in uh, in New York for the Big East tournament. Um, before we get into the full bracket, and we're not going to do like a full bracket breakdown here. We spent, uh, how long were we on for? Six and a half hours yesterday doing a full bracket recap, bracket unveiling, bracket breakdown, bracket conversation. So if you want to go watch that, there's a ton of content on the Field of 68 Media Network you can talk to, uh, uh, you can consume there. We'll get into a lot of that, um, some of the other things there. But before we do, I want to look back because fancy, that was an unbelievable weekend in New York. That was an unbelievable Big East tournament. A little bit of a letdown with the way that the title game kind of played out, but can't be perfect, right? Can't win them all. Can't be perfect, and sometimes you get to that third game in as many days, and in this case, on Saturday, it was Marquette and Xavier. Marquette winning the first two games on their Big East tournament run by two points apiece. And the theory might be well, maybe they're now due for a loss. They've won these two close ones. Sometimes when a team wins a couple close ones, they just know how to win, and then it all takes off. And you compound that with Xavier's lack of depth right. on day three in a row. That's where, where it really made a difference. Overall, though, an amazing Big East tournament. Thursday was the best Thursday that I can remember covering the event. You had Marquette St. John's in a war that went right down the wire. Mike Anderson is fighting for his job in that spot, ends up losing his job uh, the next day. And, you know, you think about what happened at 2.30 where UConn has the game in hand, and it was as if the ghosts of the Big East tournament's past came out and said, you know what, we're going to deliver the goods here, and Providence wouldn't quit. It was just a great week, a fun week, 
and a testament to the top of the Big East, Robin Terrence, that if you look at the setup here, Marquette in the East region as a two seed, Xavier getting a three seed, Connecticut as a four, Creighton as a six against an NC State team that frankly has been all over the place and is very beatable. The Big East has the opportunity, an open door now to validate the top of the league here. And this conference should get teams into that second round and should get multiple teams to the second weekend of the NCAA tournament. If that doesn't happen, that's a failure. Mm-hmm. There's there's a lot to be said there. Uh, if they, they should have more than one uh, in the second weekend. I think that's – we've said it all year, guys. The top half of that league, really, really good. Uh, and I'm so intrigued by so many different matchups. But to go along with you, what you guys are saying, I got the Thursday and I got the Saturday. And it was well worth it. Uh, the only thing that might not have been worth it was finishing at two and then losing an hour. Losing an hour. That's the worst. Can we stop already? Can we stop this nonsense? Not happening next time year. Change? Next year. Next year, the, the time change is going to be on March 10th. Selection Sunday is going to be on March 17th. Not oh. happening next year. Thank God. I mean, we're talking like exhausted. I came home, slept five hours yesterday, but that doesn't matter. Uh, no, the Big East, that tournament, It's. I, I was talking to a couple of other people about it. EJ Manuel today. and Like, if you haven't been to the Big East tournament, like, and you want to kind of remember what it was like at some of these other conferences, namely the ACC, go to that tournament. People stick around. Even if your team doesn't win, like it's it's a magical event. I don't know how to say it any any other way. Magical event. So much fun. Madison Square Garden never disappoints. And some of those games, man, that DePaul game at the end where uh, Ungenda got the, got the block shot as regulations over. I mean, just filled to the brim with dramatics in the game, changes of direction, Seton Hall going berserk. Like it was just so much fun, fun from end to end. We rarely had a game that didn't live up to expectations, but it, it finally came on championship Saturday, which was a little disappointing, but at the same time, you almost understood it. Because like it, it's it gonna, just, there was so much. You can't have unbelievable games every single. It just that's not that's not just how not, sports work. And yeah, uh, look, Marquette, they caught fire at the right time. Oh yeah. Um, I think Woo. at some point we need to start recognizing that like Shaka's got a damn, damn good basketball team there. The question with them all week long or all season long was was on the defensive end of the floor. Uh, I think they figured some things out. I think they did some really interesting scheming stuff by. Uh, letting Tyler Colette guard whatever non-shooter was on the floor against UConn and whatever non-shooter was on the floor against Xavier. And they got two dudes like, look, Stevie Mitchell is, is he's never going to be like your, your go-to guy offensively. He's always going to have those issues on that end of the floor. But that dude, what did I tell you his name was, T.O.? What's his new nickname? Off, off night. night. Off night. He just, yeah. keeps, like, you. Yeah. He if he's on you, you're going to have an off it, night. And Omax, like, his ability to... What he did to Jordan Hawkins is something no one does against Jordan Hawkins. So you give me those two guys, you let Shaka kind of scheme it from there and, and figure it out from there. And um, yeah, this is a that, that is a very, very, very good team. All right. Before we go into the actual bracket, Fanta, I don't want to go too long on this, but I know where you're gonna go with this. You have something you want to say, you have a rant that you have to get out. Well, we can we can elaborate on this a little bit on after dark tonight. Um, but I, I, I know, I, I think I know you haven't told me this, but I think I know where you're going to go with this and I agree. So I'm going to give you the floor. You have exactly two minutes and 37 seconds to, to, to get through it all starting now. T.O. clear out, go Fanta. I absolutely hate the transfer portal timeline. I despise it. The NCAA made these changes, and when they made the changes, we talked about this months ago when they enacted this, that that the portal would be wide open here on this Monday after Selection Sunday. And starting at 9 a.m. this morning, I'm just reading through Twitter, and newsbreakers, newsbreakers, just being honest here, newsbreakers, where you're not a newsbreaker if all you have to do is hit a refresh button online. That's not that's not news. There's a reason why these kids transfer. Okay. It's not always on the kid. Some of it's on the coach telling the kid, you don't have a role here. Okay. So I'm not criticizing the kids. The kids are following what they're supposed to do. And these coaching staffs are following what they're supposed to do. But it is disingenuous to me. It's disingenuous and tasteless 
when I'm reading news at 9.30 in the morning, the day after the bracket comes out, that this kid is transferring and that that kid's transferring and that uh, Sky Clark is transferring and Arkansas is really interested. And, oh, man, this is really going to make for a storyline for Illinois and Arkansas when they meet. It's really going to be a big backdrop that Arkansas is interested in Sky Clark. Who gives a damn? Who gives a damn? No offense, but Sky Clark, you did nothing to help Illinois get to the NCAA tournament. And it's, has it been disappointing for Illinois at times? Sure it has. But there's nothing like hearing your name called on Selection Sunday. Ask Rutgers how they feel right now. Ask Clemson how they feel right now. On Monday morning, the day after Selection Sunday, it is a horrible, horrible timeline to have the transfer portal fired up because not only does it cause a distraction from the best postseason in sports, but it causes staff members on these coaching staffs of NCAA tournament teams who should be fully invested in winning the championship to have to work on their future because you also have to work on carving out your future or else you could lose a kid in the portal. The timeline stinks. You're not wrong. You are absolutely not wrong. I hate that the portal opens up now. Um, I hate that it's something where uh, this is taking up any of the 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 college basketball media ecosystem at this point in time, right? This is already a sport that kind of gets marginalized a little bit and put to the wayside. And now we have some of the biggest newsbreakers in the industry sitting here tweeting about these guys that are in this Oh, JJ Storling, get your it's a big name in the portal. Like, come on, man. You got to do better than this. And and here's the other part. Um, Musk told us this last year, right, uh, at, at the Final Four when we were doing our live shows in New Orleans, that he spent more time recruiting oh. people in the portal than he did breaking down film and breaking down games of of when they were uh, of when they were oh playing. Like that's think about that. Think about that for a second, right? You have teams that right now are playing for a championship. You have teams that are right now worried about this season, the most important games that they have to play, and you have the coaching staffs. While they are trying to break down film, while they are trying to prep, while they are trying to do their scouting reports, while they are trying to uh, figure out like exactly what this team does and what this team does and how we're going to game plan for this and how we're going to do that, all while they're trying to get the logistics together of this is how we're going to get our private plane, this is how we're going to fly here, this is where we're going to stay, this is where they're putting us up, this is how we're going to eat, this is when we're going to get here, this is when we're going to get there, this most important busiest time of the year for them. They got to get in the fucking portal and sit there and scroll and hit refresh and see who's getting in there. Cause if you don't send that email first and you don't get on that initial list, you might not get in there with the kid. The recruiting process for a lot of these guys takes like a couple weeks. So if you're not there early, you, you might not get there. And if you don't get there, you might not have the team that you need next season. It's just, it it's, it, it's so dumb. It is so dumb. Yep. I got nothing for you. It sucks. It sucks. Have and the it last after the thing, spring sports. Have it after the spring sports. It's it's like it's it, ridiculous. Yeah, and in 15 seconds, I'll just say this. Please, please. I, I, I know that there's some really good people who report on this stuff. And, uh, you know, I'm somebody who's 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 put out news before. Rob's done it. T.O. has done it <laughs> um, on another yeah. story. But, but, like, the last thing. Are we serious? Are we seriously making lists for the for the portal interest? Come on, folks. The, every every staff in America is interested in said kid. Starling mm-hmm. transferring. Shocker. Real real surprise there, folks. That, yeah, sh- he's been he's basically been in the portal since January. Like, exactly. Come on. And don't be breaking news about transfer portal lists. The list goes longer than that Browns quarterback jersey since 1999. Everybody's freaking interested. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the end of that. Let's talk about the best postseason sports. All right, yeah, let's let's get into it. Let's. So I want to start with this. Um, I want to talk. The, the first thing I want to talk about is like the most interesting and most intriguing and the best first round matchups for you guys because there are so many here that I have circled that I'm like I cannot wait to watch that game. I cannot wait to watch this game. I can. Yeah. And I, and I, you know what? I'll. I'm going to go first. Okay. Let's let's try to bounce around these as much as possible, but I'm going first on this one. Bryce Hopkins, the revenge game against Kentucky with the chance that maybe if John Calipari loses in the first round of the NCAA tournament again, like that thing is going to start getting really uncomfortable for him in Kentucky. There are so many storylines. There's so much drama. And I said it last night to you. What did I say? What's 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 uh, what's Hopkins? Do you remember? You might not remember last night. 
What 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 was happening? You gotta give me more a little bit more. The what, what we said last night in the bracket, uh, the bracket breakdown show, Bryce Hopkins. I said he's going for fifty. Nah, he's not going for yeah, fifty. Whatever, whatever, whatever the uh, the over is, like double it, and I'll take that. I'll take it at Bat Rivers plus three hundred. Whatever you need to give me, let's go. <laughs> no, good for him. Yeah, he he gets that chance. I think that's awesome, and he's had a stellar season. Uh, and gets a chance to play for a coach that lets him go a little bit. It's going to be interesting to see. Uh, I, I don't know anybody on that Kentucky team. They have some length. I'm not sure they can guard him. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that matchup is spicy for so many reasons. But from the very start of the season and way back in November, we said that nobody had more pressure on them entering the NCAA tournament this year, regardless of where they fell, and John Calipari. And last night on our marathon, I said this, and Matt McCall and John Henson disagreed with me because they said, well, what's going to happen if he loses? I'm not suggesting that he's losing his job. However, however, he will then head into next year. He will then head into next year. He might lose his job, though. (laughs) He, He could. He could. I don't think he will, based on the class coming in next year. But at this point, enough with the recruiting, results have to happen. And if yeah. he doesn't win this game on Friday night, T.O., the Sharks are really going to circle next year. Yeah, Kentucky's begging for a postseason winner. It's been a while. And that's been the whole thing. That's been the whole thing for Kentucky Yo, They're so not just long. begging for a postseason winner. They're begging for one postseason win. They haven't yeah, gotten one, one of those. They haven't, got, they haven't got one of those since 2019. Before wow, my like, daughter was born, that was like the last time. Days. My daughter just my daughter just turned four. They haven't yeah. won a postseason game since before my daughter was. Born. My daughter's never seen a Kentucky postseason win. Think so, about that. <laughs> she's yeah, four. She's yeah. never seen Kentucky win a game. Yeah, it's time. It's time. They need to win one this year. They need to win one. Are we talking about just just Kentucky Providence? No, I, no, I'm intrigued by what? that game, but like I, it What's is what it is. I, I there's a lot of other ones that I like that I like. So give it to um, me. Give, me, give me one. The one that you're looking forward to the most. Underrated game. And people aren't going to go nuts here, but underrated game, uh, Boise State and Northwestern. I think that one's going to be a lot of fun to watch. I know you hate that one. Not a whole lot of storylines. I'm looking at it from a basketball perspective. I like that game. Another one, Kent State and Indiana. Yes. Okay. Kent State and Indiana. I had an opportunity to go up to Kent State to watch them play. Akron in a rivalry game. Sincere Carey, dude, he is really good. And they have a lot of different bodies that they can throw at Trace Jackson Davis. They have size. Uh, big, strong, older guards win. I have Kent State to the Sweet 16, boys. Wow. Okay. Wow. I, don't, I actually don't hate that. I actually don't hate that. I don't hate that. Yep. Um, well, and, Who do you and have them beating in the it, second round? That's my big question now. I have them beating Miami in the second round. I think Drake's going to be played out. It's going to be a little too much. That's where I disagree. Uh, I think that that Drake goes to the Sweet 16. So I do think a double-digit seed is going to go there out of the Midwest, which goes back to the fact that I, I don't think Houston should be complaining at all because I, I really like their draw overall. I think they're going to beat Auburn or, or Iowa. I know the Birmingham angle. Games that I'm really looking forward to. All right? I will give you three quickly. Number one, College of Charleston against San Diego State. Love that. The pressure's on the pressure's on the Aztecs. They collapsed to Creighton last year in this tournament. They brought everybody back for this moment. Charleston somehow is old, if not older than them. Mm. And they've won 31 times in 34 games. Who wins this game? Contrasting styles, explosive offense against a stout defense. If you like good basketball, it's gonna be fun. Um, I'm gonna stay in the South. Missouri, Utah State, take the over. Points. On points, on points. Uh, I think you're going to see a ton of scoring. I think with Missouri, as great of a year as they've had, it's interesting to see how how do you flip the switch into the NCAA tournament, right? You know, and and who wins this game? Utah State has kind of flown under the radar. By the way, the Mountain West Conference office should be celebrating that they got yes, four teams to the NCAA tournament. A big moment for the Mountain West. I didn't agree with Nevada getting in, but they did get in. So I expect points in Missouri, Utah State. And then, guys, I'm really excited when I look at this bracket to see that we get to watch Max A. Smith face Jeremy Roach. Yes. I, I'm 
from an individual standpoint, I think that that is fascinating. I actually think Duke's hardest game the first weekend is going to end up being the first game, not the second game. If they just beat Oral Roberts, and it's not going to be easy, Paul Mills will have his team ready to go, I could see Duke being a Final Four dark horse, but they got to get past the Eagles first. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands. So you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Yeah, I, that that's the other matchup that I just absolutely love is, is Duke against Oral Roberts. And I kind of... I kind of hate the fact that it's um, that those two teams are paired against each other. Like I really wanted to pick both those teams to make a run. It always Great. happens that right way, right? Where you're like, "Hey, look, no matter what happens in my bracket, I'm picking Duke and I'm picking Oral Roberts, and they're both making a run." And then they play each other in the first round. So yes. that 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 kind of sucks. You know what else sucks that I absolutely absolutely despise that we have Memphis and Florida Atlantic playing each other and playing in an eight nine game. Like, I thought that was mm-hmm. so funny. <laughs> so, that was almost the committee spiting all the analysts. Everybody's like, please don't put them in the 8 9 game. Please don't yeah, put the, the only you, thing we didn't Goodman, want was Norlander. Man, it just, but what I, what I will say is this if you, both of those teams can beat Purdue, yeah, both of those teams can beat Purdue. I, I actually have Memphis beating Purdue in my bracket. Like, a, that's that's one that I feel really good about. Yeah, um, I do oh, too. Boy. I yeah. do too. And, and I'll just, tell you what, has anybody thought about this? There's a potential, making sure that I'm correct in this, the East Regional at MSG, we could have Memphis and Duke in one game and Kentucky Marquette in the other. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me in New York City? Not Kentucky. Okay, then Kansas State. That's fine. Not Kentucky. I actually think there's a better chance of Providence getting there than there is of – of Kentucky. I think Providence, I think Providence beats Kentucky. What have you seen? What? I think it went by double yeah, digits. I think it went uh, by double digits. Providence, you, think, you think Providence beats Kentucky by double digits? Yes. No, no that's the not, way that, Providence, the, let the me way be Providence very clear. has been playing. Yeah. Let me be very clear. And I'm, I'm a big Providence, as you guys know, big Providence guy. There's no chance that that's going to happen. No, they, it, they are it, not in the, that team is not in the right headspace right now. No, I'm with, I'm with Fanta on that one. I, I hope they do because I'm a, obviously I love Providence, but that's not going to happen. They're not playing well enough right now. Uh, I we'll see. We'll see. Yep. All right. And here's, here's the reason why is because I think that a cool is going to, 
absolutely 100% find a way to uh, to put Coach Oscar Sheway in hell. Oscar Sheway does like they can't guard like he cannot guard ball screens. He can't do it. And I think that what Ed's going to put him into ball screen after ball screen after there to me, I don't know how many coaches are are better when it comes to just being able to figure out how to 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 go at the one thing that you struggle with. So, we'll see. I hope you're wrong. I hope you're wrong. I want to see Providence be able to make a run. Unless Fanta, unless you're you're telling us something without telling us something, which he you, you Fanta tends to do this with Big East teams. He tries to tell us something without actually telling us something. Um, <laughs> no, I'm 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 just with Fanta. I have no idea what well. you're talking about. <laughs> I have no idea. I have no I'm idea what I'm trying to about. think. I'm trying to think of an example that I can that I can share that that Fanta has. I I don't think there's any that I can actually share. On a on a public platform, but Fanta loves telling us things without actually telling us that he's telling us things. <laughs> well, I mean, I you know I picked TCU last year over Seton Hall, and they TCU won the game by thirty five. So yep. you know, I just think I, I think you got to also look at that and all that. Okay, look, who did, hey hey really UConn UConn Iona. Well, amazing, unbelievable. Uh, don't the don't do it to do me, no- Fanta. Don't do it well, to me. No, no, UConn's going to win the game. I actually could see Connecticut winning the Big that East game. Whisperer. Whew, weight off my shoulders. <laughs> yeah, I think you'll win that game. I, I really do. I and and Terrence will jump in here on Iona because he's seen them. But but I just think that Connecticut has more options at the end of the day. Um, and the physicality factor, the length factor. Here's the thing for Connecticut. Okay, I know when the when the region came out, there were. Connecticut fans that were not happy. So, UConn, you're telling me that to get to the second weekend of the tournament, you got to beat Iona, the MAC champion. And then you have to either beat St. Mary's, not Gonzaga. Okay, got to beat St. Mary's and Aiden Mahaney. And I I like their team. I I like their team. I don't love their team. St. Mary's or VCU. Who's played very well over the last month? Yep. But like UConn fans, why are you complaining? Well, the, no, the draw is fine. The the draw is good. I I think that I probably did this because I said before the bracket came out, I said if UConn's a four seed, there's two teams that you don't want to see as the 13 in your region. You don't want to see Iona, and you don't want to see VCU because they play the style that can give uh, UConn the most trouble where they pressure the ball. Now UConn like it's. There's a very big difference in talent between what UConn has and what the VCU and Iona teams have. So it should not be a problem, but does it, I don't think it's going to be a comfortable game. And the question is, if it's an uncomfortable game and it gets close, that's that's my big concern. I think that they should win those and they should win um, at least the Iona by double digits. But the the complaint, I, the, to me, it's not a, a complaint for UConn, that what they should have. Other, like. I think they should have gotten three and Xavier should have gotten the four just based off like metrics and all that. But um, I think Kansas is the one that has a huge gripe. Like they're the, if you got, if, if there's a fan that should be pissed, it's a Kansas fan. If there's a team that should be pissed, it's Kansas. They went from uh, everybody saying, Hey, they, they should probably be the number one overall seed. Like we all agreed heading into the big 12 tournament title game. They should be the number one overall. seed. we talked about this for like 20 minutes on Friday yeah. night, Fanta. While T.O. was up there having dinner with Tom Brennan in Burlington, loving his life in Vermont, um, we said that they should be the number one overall seed. And they went from being the number one overall seed to not only they didn't get Kansas City, they ended up in a region where they have five of the top 11 teams on Kempom in their region. They get Arkansas or Illinois, two teams that we all think can make a run in the mar- make a run in this tournament. They got the talent. They could end up playing two lottery picks in the second round. In the Sweet 16, they could get the number four team on Kempom in UConn. And then on the other side of the bracket, like you could end up with Gonzaga in Las Vegas where you're going to be playing a home game or UCLA who's number two on Kempom right now. Like, I'm pissed if I'm Kansas. I'm like, who do I have to go after? This is the end. You know what it is? It's the NCAA coming at them and saying, you didn't get hit with anything for everything that Bill Self did with all that Adidas money. We're coming at you now. That's why that's where they should be pissed. Conspiracy, conspiracy, conspiracy. Well, yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at with it. So, um, yeah, any any other games that we haven't mentioned yet that you're just like, no matter what happens, I will be in front of a TV when that game is getting played. Arkansas, Illinois. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Arkansas, Excellent. Illinois, and I will be watching Furman and Virginia as well. Yeah. For, well, the, all right. So that, that's a perfect segue. I want to talk about favorite Cinderella's. Um, Furman to me, Furman Charleston. Look, honestly, like talk me, you could talk me into every single 13 and 12 seed winning. I have five 12 and 13 seeds in the second round and three, four and five seeds in the second round. I, ha- I have two 13s and a sweet 16. Interesting. Who? Furman. Furman. Well, wait, let me guess. Uh, Furman and uh, Kent State. Yes. Guard play, guys who can score on their own, and offenses that are tough to guard. That's why. Both teams. Sincere Carey, uh, Mike Bothwell, Jalen Slauson, and J.P. Pagese, who was most outstanding player of the SoCon tournament, has really turned it up to another level. I mean, they're really good. And then, you know, Virginia, I don't know that they can score 65 points. And I know Furman can like it, it, you know, I know they finished what 160th in the country in three point shooting. It, that's not the point. It, it's a one game sample size. I've been there when Furman's hit 16, 17, 18 threes. Like those guys get hot. It can snowball. That's my big thing when it comes to uh, potential upsets in round one. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I, I, I'm going more on the 12 line for the teams that I think can make the second weekend. I, I really like Drake. Uh, Tucker DeVries is big time. They're efficient. Uh, I think that they can give Miami problems as well with their physicality. Darnell Brody inside. Mm. Are you going to jump in? Nope. No, no. I, I was just going to ask you if you think that, um, that Drake started from the bottom and now they're here. Nope. <laughs> Uh, so, so that's one, I I, I think T.O. So I know this might be come off as a cop-out, but Charleston or Furman will make the sweet 16. Yeah. How about, how about a Charleston Furman round of 32 game? State of South Carolina. That would really, that would really be interesting. Wouldn't that be wild? And two coaches who have some unique personalities in Pat Kelsey and Bob Ritchie. I mean, I uh, that would there'd be some chatter bef- before that game. I'd be entertained by that one. We obviously have seen both teams live this year. Uh, you you do a lot of Furman. I've seen a lot of Charleston. That would be interesting. Uh, I think that there will be a fifteen over a two. I think that a fifteen well, seed. Will I, win I again. think there's there's one that I think has a really good chance of pulling it off. Can and that team is? for me, pull out the toothpaste because I like Colgate. It's not. Uh, it's not. I'm not I, mad so at that I, one. I, I'm not I, mad I get where I you're think, coming from. I just I'm worried about. I think that the Texas athleticism is just going to be too much. Like Colgate, they're playing the Patriot League, man. Like I, I've seen too much of, of Patriot League. Well, Langle's done it for a long time, buddy. Yeah, they got a lot of shooters, but it's I. I just I know the game script that's going to happen when it comes to Colgate. They're going to hit a bunch of threes early. They're going to take the lead, and then they're going to realize, hey, you know what? There's a reason why those dudes are high major, and we are Patriot League. Right, they're just the athleticism okay. will take so, over. Here's what I like. I, I think you got to take a a long look at Princeton going up against Arizona, and the reason I say that is because Princeton has a point center in Tosun Evolvaman. I Tosun, I love you, man. You're a hooper. I have no idea how the hell to say your last name. I've tried it. I've said it 17 different times. You are officially Tosun. We got Ronaldo. We got Pele. We got LeBron. Yeah. And we got Tosin. I'm not even going to try my man. Um, but I think what you can do to Arizona is you could spread them out. We've seen Washington State do that, right? We've seen other teams in the Pac-12 do that. Arizona can stri- – like, they are great against teams that are at their level. When they lose, is against teams that are a step below them that can scheme them and match up a certain way. I don't know if, Prayton, uh, if Princeton necessarily has the talent to be able to win that, but I do think that, like, on paper, if you got a five-man that you could pull away from the basket, six assists, they got shooters around him, like, that right there is where I think that you can find a way to be able to beat them because they're going to space it out, and if they're knocking down their shots, if they're making threes like that, that could be some trouble. Yeah, tempo's big there, too, because Princeton's about 171 in adjusted tempo. Arizona's ninth. So can Princeton find a way to get that game to a half court? Like we know this. Here's what we know with Arizona. Their guards are inconsistent at times. And when you have that question mark walking in and Princeton has some sides, mm-hmm. um, Tolson is big time. I, I heard stories about him in the fall, just how much um, they liked him. He's got a great, great story. 
being a guy from England. He was discovered by a guy on the coaching staff who who's by the way, due for a, uh, maybe a head job down the way um, in Brett McConnell, who's the associate head coach for Mitch Henderson. Uh, Princeton is dangerous. There's, and we've seen the Ivy pull it off. I, you know, I go with Colgate because I think that Texas is more than capable of making a very, very deep run. Um, I don't think that that's a, that's not a hot take by any means. They could win the region. I think they lose uh, to Texas but, A&M. I think Texas A&M. Okay, gets them in the well, round. which by the way, that's a great game to watch. You you said what's mm-hmm. a game that you have to watch? I will be watching A&M and Penn State. I'm yep. fascinated by that yep. game. Booty ball. Yeah, really fun, really fun. So I, I, you know, maybe Texas is looking at their next opponent too. And and you're right, T.O. Matt Langle's been doing it for a while. It almost feels like. Matt Langles do for his signature moment in the NCAA tournament. Maybe it'll happen. Maybe it won't. Uh, but I think we'll see a 14 or a 15 win. I, I you know, I, I don't think like I thought that Xavier got a really nice draw when I took a look at this bracket with Kennesaw State. Uh, I've studied up a little bit on on UC Santa Barbara and Montana uh, State. And well, I, I got, I I got a take, see, buddy. I, got I could a take. see the Gauchos. You know, I don't I don't love the way Baylor's played the last couple of weeks. I think the Gauchos will be in that and I was looking at Montana State, fellas. They've got some talented pieces that that could. The thing with Kansas State is you've got to find a way to disrupt Marquise Noel, get him to turn the ball over a little bit. You know Johnson's going to get his, but if you say to yourself, "We're going to cut everything else off," then you've got a, a puncher's chance. But I like the Gauchos, the fourteen, the the fifteen seed of Colgate. Th- listen to this. I mean, a team again against high major competition. Uh, this may differ. That being said, since December 30th, they are shooting 40.8% from three. They are turning the ball over only 14% of the time. That's two recipes for success against high majors. You don't turn it over and you shoot the ball well. That could certainly happen. That's kind of where you have to feel good if you're a fan of Colgate going against Texas. But uh, the, Texas is athletic. I just uh, – Colgate could get it. If there's a 15 and I had to pick a 15, it would be Colgate. Yep. I, I like, I think Princeton's a matchup. Um, if you think any of us are wrong, by the way, you could prove it to us this season. We have partnered with run your pool who will be hosting the official field of 68 bracket contest. It's live already. You can go in there right now. I've worked with them before. Uh, they have more than 50 game types for every sport that you could think of from traditional bracket pools to survivor games, to head to head games, to pick at games. And my, Favorite is the squares. Scoring is customizable, and you can tailor your bracket rules to your pool. It's awesome. The best part, though, is Run Your Pool is giving away $1,500 in cash prizes for free. Uh, All it takes is you signing up at the link in the description below. Play.runyourpool.com backslash field68. That's F-I-E-L-D 68. Make sure you guys go and sign up. And uh, while I got you here, Fan, do you ever get tired of trying to prove that you won an argument that your takes weren't bad? They were right? Well, I got an answer to all of your problems. Vaulted is a new sports prediction app that turns your opinions into facts. You can store (laughs) all of your predictions and all your hot takes in your own vault now and forever. Challenge your friends, keep track of the results, and prove that you are, in fact, the smartest person on the DTF podcast. Vaulted will also be releasing more than 50 pools in the next three months, so download the app at the link below. Sign up for your three-month trial and store your predictions now and forever. Right now, what I have in there is that Bryce Hopkins is going to score more than 25 points in a win for Providence over Kentucky. Rob. And here's here's the other one that I have. Here's oh the other one that I have. Um, UC Santa Barbara getting a win against Baylor. I think that UC Santa Barbara, they got high major players. Wow. Like Andre Kelly was a guy that started at Cal. Miles Norris is a yep. former top 50 recruit that started at yeah. uh, Oregon. They, um, they have a big point guard in, uh, in A.J. Mitchell that is going to be able to get into the lane, creates off the bounce. He's a good passer. He's a good assister. Um I, I just think that the issues that Baylor has on the defensive end of the floor is something where they can get picked off. Like if you're looking for a 14 seed to find a way to get an upset, that's the one to me that stands out more than anything else. Like the talent, the level of talent discrepancy between what UC Santa Barbara has and what Baylor has is really not all that big and not what you would normally expect out of a 14 versus a three. You guys got any hot takes that you want to throw in here? Any predictions, anything wild, anything crazier? I think my craziest one is Arkansas over Kansas in the second round. Is that crazy? No, it's, it's not, not crazy because there's a lot of talent on that roster. It's not crazy. 
I, I could see that happening. My take is Kent State making a run the Sweet 16. I think that's entirely possible. That is entirely possible. Sincere right. carry is legit. They can they can really score it. You know, T.O., I was looking at Kent State, and they're a team that I always like a group that's got four other players outside of your top two that are averaging between seven and ten points per game. I know okay. it's rather basic, but they, they just have guys. You know, a lot of these upsets, if you're a one-trick pony team, if you've got this superstar, that might be great, but be but these power conference teams see those teams all the time. They know how to they know how to play those teams. They're sitting at home. You know, you've got to have offensive versatility. I'll tell you what, um, I think that it's I'm really interested to see Tennessee play Louisiana. Um, I think Tennessee could bully them and beat them. But I would remind everyone, Louisiana averages 78 points per game. On the season, they have scored the basketball really well, and I just want to see Jordan Brown battle uh, with these Tennessee bigs. You know, I want to see Jordan Brown. Can he battle? He averages close to 20 points per game for the raging Cajuns. So I'm, I've, I'm interested I, You know what? I So I, I think I've gone completely the other direction on Louisiana. I went into this saying, I'm not. no matter what happens, I'm taking Tennessee to lose. And the more I think about it, like they kind of do what Tennessee does, right? They just got a bunch of athletes. So I don't know where to go on that one. I just, I, I don't. Tennessee you score more than 30. Anything. You score more than 35 points is what you do against Tennessee. That's what it is. And that's why a team that averaged close to 80, uh, that's got a, a power conference guard in Greg Williams. He played in the Big East. We'll I see. still got it right there in my bracket, right there, Louisiana. God, you've got the handwriting of a four-year-old. I know Look you got to steal you. it out, man. Look at you with that's Mark what you got to do. You guys don't write your bracket out by hand. I will. You got to have a bracket out by hand. It's not a real. If you don't have scribbles out and crossouts like that, if you're not living your life like that, you ain't doing a real bracket. Come on, let's go. Look and at you're making you. fun of my handwriting. Look at that. Better yours. I can read it. Wait a minute. Do you hold on? I actually we have not discussed this, and I actually think that this is the most underrated part of the of the bracket. Okay, get this, folks. Get this. I was scouring the bracket, and I'm like, okay, who had a pocket in this? And To, I just noticed your little pocket because you just unveiled it. If people look closely, for those who watch the podcast, hmm. you have Xavier in your Elite Eight. Yes, I do. So I. I don't know if they'll make it to the Elite Eight, but I'll tell you this much. If I'm Xavier and Iowa State, I'm saying, yep, I really like about that draw because I think one of them's capable of doing it. Iowa State's going to get either Pittsburgh or Mississippi State. I'm sorry. The Cyclones aren't losing that game. Um, and then they're going to play Xavier. The winner of that game, to me, is in position um, and should be happy. I thought Xavier... Xavier might have gotten the best gift in terms of the top four seeds. Nobody, very few people, if there are those out there, had them as a three seed in the NCAA tournament. Sean Miller got a very nice seed. They're going to beat Kennesaw State. Yeah, they will. The, the problem is, is you run into Otzelberger and Iowa State in round two. That is, You want to talk about conflicting styles? I mean, big that's going to – yeah, big time. Why Fun did game you to pick watch. Xavier to the Elite Eight? Why does Terrence Oglesby have Xavier in the Elite Eight? Well, because I, I thought they were playing well. I thought they just ran out of gas at the Big East Tournament. Uh, I, I kept in mind after, we, you know, we talked to Sean after the game. It's like, you know, they, get a couple of days to rest. Get your guys a breather. And the NCAA Tournament is not set up like a conference tournament to where you're playing day by day by day. I think if there's a day rest in between each game, I think Xavier, that finals game is a lot better. A championship game in the Big East you know, is a lot better. You know what the only thing I'm was. worried about? I think that Ohio State plays. They play that no middle defense, and I just, it just that's if you've never seen that before, that's that's the only reason I haven't beaten Xavier. And the more that I'm thinking about it, like Xavier's got shooting, and Xavier's got a bunch of guards that can make plays off the bounce. Like, am I overthinking this? Yes. Okay, I might change that in my bracket. <laughs> the thing is, is uh, uh, Xavier is. They'll score in the first eight seconds. So, like, you're not facing the no middle D if you can get out and play in the early in the clock. Yep. Especially right. if you're able to also enter the ball for enter enter the ball into the post from the top of the key, and or penetrate 
from the top of the key. And they got Nunjik and space the floor and shoot it. Yep, I'm changing. And I'm they changing. got. I've officially and, changed it to my bracket. I'm going and, to run the pool right now. And okay. and they have Kobe Jones who can get baseline and make that pass over the top because he's big enough. Nah, he can't do anything. What does he do? Oh! You guys are acting like I was trying to attack him. I was thinking like an NBA. I was thinking like an NBA scout. Like, what does he do that sets Wrong. him apart? That's Wrong. true. What does he do? What does he? Do? What does he do? Like, like that's what that was my question. Wrong. Get him out of here. Get- <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. Um give me uh who's yeah. the first number one to lose? Let's do let's do that. Who's the first number one seed to lose? Purdue. Purdue. I concur there. I have them losing in the second round. Yeah. And if, Pur- if not Purdue, if not Purdue, then Kansas. Those are the only two. Alabama got a cakewalk. There's no way they missed the final four. Okay, let me ask you this. He went against Willard. He, you see how he turned his back on Willard right there? Yeah, did you see did. did you see that, Dolster? He did, yeah. Him and Willard were like friends, and they were close, and they knew each other really well. No, no, no. And all of a sudden, you know, you know what it happen. was, Terrence? You know what it was? <laughs> Willard left Seton Hall in the lurch, and now Fanta has to watch him have all the success with Maryland in the tournament. Where's Hey, what tournament is Seton Hall going to? Well, uh-huh. They're playing. Uh, <laughs> See, off, there you go. They're, there you they're go. playing in the. They're playing in the NIT. They're playing. They're, this is amazing. They're playing at Colorado. I wouldn't have got. I just would have. You know what? I, if the committee called me and told me this, I would have said, you know what? Thanks, but no thanks. Click. They're playing at Colorado at eleven o'clock Eastern time on Tuesday night. <laughs> and they couldn't find a flight to Boulder, by the way, uh, or wherever they're going. I don't even know how close Boulder is to Denver. I've never been out there. Uh, I can't find a, a flight. There, Newark runs to de- like there's directs like every. I've, I've flown from Newark to Denver. Like they, they're having a nightmare. Months. They're they're the only team that had to go out two time zones. I digress. We're not talking about the NIT. Um, you know the Alabama. I, hold on, I got one more for you. You guys said you guys said Kansas. Yeah, they you guys be. said Purdue. Yeah, right. I agree with both of those. I have both those teams losing in my in the second round of my bracket. But no. Houston, Houston. With a potentially banged up Marcus Sasser, potentially playing an Auburn team that we know can be fiery, that we know runs on nightmare fuel, Katie Johnson. Yep. In the second round in the state of Alabama. No. They are going to be playing a home game against Houston. Houston's not, Houston ain't going to try. Like, if you're doing that against Kansas, you know, Kansas fans are going to show up. If you're doing that against Purdue, you knew you know Purdue fans are going to show up. Houston doesn't travel like that. They're going to be playing a home game. If they beat Iowa, and I think they're going to beat Iowa, if they beat Iowa, they get a home game against Houston in the second round of the NCAA tournament, potentially against the team that may or may not have a healthy Marcus Sasser. You're telling me you're penciling you know, Houston? I got I Houston in my final four, but like that's going to be a war. You know, I, I actually might I might go out on an island, all right. I might go out on an island here and twist it. I have not heard anybody pick this. Uh-oh. Um, I I ex- I think everyone is on Auburn to beat Iowa. You don't think Fran McCaffrey's telling his team all week, hey, hey, they've got this team playing, Alabama, uh, playing Houston. Yeah, exactly, Terrence. Exactly. You at the end of the day. Iowa has a couple of things. They've got veterans. They are disciplined. Auburn is not disciplined. They turn the ball over. So let's not, I think Auburn will win. They're probably favored by what? Three or four points in the game. Uh, I don't have a line on the game in front of me. I don't have it up in front of me. We'll get, I don't have it up in front of me. You know what I, you know what I think? I could see Iowa beating Auburn. I could see. I just, I, I, I'm very down on most of the Big Ten. Like I'm kind of fading oh. a lot of the Big Ten teams. Big Ten and Mountain West, I, I don't. I'm not really in on them. What I will say is this: Fran McCaffrey looks exactly like Hector Salamanca. Have you guys seen Breaking Bad? You know the uncle in the wheelchair that gets mad and is always walking around like, mm. yeah, when he gets upset. <laughs> That's exactly what Fran McCaffrey looks like. Fran McCaffrey, Hunter Salamanca. They are the same person. Um, 
Any other any other things you you know what I'm gonna talk to you about this real quick, Tio. I'm gonna give you a minute on this. I'm gonna clear the floor. You are the South Carolina guy. You are the South Carolina, I don't want to say South Carolina native, but you are located in that state. You know Furman. You've called CAA games, you know Charleston. Yep. I have Charleston playing Furman in the second round. Uh who who wins that? You have Furman winning, right? Yeah, I have Furman winning that one. Uh the star power of Furman is just more than what Charleston has. You're going against three really good players against 10 good players. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. So that that's kind of where I'm going. That's got to be my wife. Uh, that's got to be where that's going. I think uh, JP Pagese, um has Mike been playing so well, give, Put some respect on my man's name. Well, I already, I already talked about him. Like he's, He can obviously score. Slauson is a decision maker up top. Uh, J.P. Pagese could be the guy that changes the game for them because of his speed and everything like that. Yep. All right. Let's uh, let's get into final four picks because I want to I I pick your brain on final four stuff. So, Fanta, why don't you go first? Um, has anything changed from what you did last night? My, my bracket's changed a little bit from yeah, last night. Yeah, it has. My, my bracket has changed too. Um, that's allowed, by the way. You're allowed to change your bracket before you officially submit it on Thursday afternoon. But here's here's my uh, here's Let's my catch. big my big qualm. The big issue I have is the people that fill out ten brackets and then brag about how good they are. No, you no. got to do one bracket. If you do yeah. more than one bracket, do as many brackets as you want on Run Your Pool. I'll do a hundred on Run Your Pool, but you need one official bracket that is like your bracket. You know what I'm saying? So, like your picks. If you want to try and, and go win money and, and put in 17 different uh, different brackets to try to win something, like, I trust me, I get it. Go ahead. Go try to hit the lottery. I'm all in on that. But I'm saying you have to have one bracket that is your bracket, that are your predictions that what you th- is, is what you think is going to happen. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, man, I'm looking at this again, and I'm like, hmm, do I want to change that too? Um so part of this too is you also have to find a way to be contrarian. Like if you pick three ones and a two, come on. Like I get it, but so guys, I've simulated the South in my head every way I could. Alabama's just too good for mm-hmm. these teams. They're, yeah. they're I think they make the final four out of the South. All right. I was just looking again at this dynamic of the East. And I just don't like Purdue. Um, my gut last night said this, so I, I, I'll stay on here because I think they're the, that they're the team with the highest ceiling. Uh, but ah, you know what? I'm going to pivot. Screw it. Uh, Kansas State. Kansas State. And I'll tell you why. They have two players that on their best day are All-American caliber this year. They have been that freaking good. They guard the hell out of you. You just said it yourself. Kentucky, all over the place. So they, they like Kansas State's in the driver's seat to get to the second weekend. I actually am concerned for Marquette to play Michigan State if it comes to that. I think Michigan State matches up with Marquette. And what has given Michigan State a ton of problems? Elite, traditional big men. That's not Marquette. Guards don't rattle Michigan State. Michigan State has Tyson Walker and A.J. Hogar. That'll be a game. Tom Izzo will give Shaka Smart a game if that happens. They still got to get past USC. Uh, in the West, I guess I'll go up. I'll go to the Midwest. In the Midwest, I still have Houston. So I'm I'm taking the Cougars. I don't like the four or the five. You know, I just don't think... I think that'll be a double-digit seed. I think Houston, with a healthy Marcus Sasser. If if Marcus Sasser's good to go, I like Houston. And then in the West, God, please don't steer me wrong. Gonzaga. And I really feel like I'm probably going to end up regretting that. But I don't know. I I, I like the draw. And and use and Jalen Clark being out for the year really concerns me with UCLA. It just he does so much defensively for that team's TO. And so when he when he goes down for the year, like I that concerns me. And fellas, losing twice to Texas here late has has made me think as good as I think Kansas is on their best day, 
I think they can be beat. I could tell you, for Fox, I put a Final Four together in the last hour that's for print, and I had Arkansas in the Final Four. (laughs) (laughs) Tio, go ahead. Uh, We're just saying the Final Fours, right? Yeah. Yeah. I got Houston. I feel like Sasser's going to be fine. He warmed up all that. Um, Auburn, I, I think Auburn beats Iowa, and that's going to be a fun game. I think that's where Houston could be susceptible because they're just so fiery and something could happen. And as you said, it's a home game, but I still think Houston gets it done. Uh, they'll play Kent State in a Sweet 16. Houston all the way. I actually, boys, have them, in, have them winning it in Houston. Jim Nance game. Um, then uh, let's see, in the West uh, – I think uh, you have chalk Kansas against UCLA in the Elite Eight, and I like UCLA. I think Jalen wow. Clark. I think Jalen Clark's really good, but I also think Jaime Hawkins is really good. And after a somewhat, I'm not going to say disappointing uh, tournament performance last year, I think they can get it done. I really do. Wow. So, so wow. UCLA to the Final Four, uh, East because of matchups. He's doing it. I know what he's doing. I have Memphis beating Purdue. Yep. Duke beating Memphis. Oh, my Duke. God. Duke Memphis at the Garden. I'm sorry. That's amazing. Yep. Duke playing Marquette in the wow. Elite Eight. And then Duke heading to the Final Four. Curveball. I know you thought I was going Marquette. I wasn't. I'm going Duke to the Final Four. Uh, and then Bama. But Bama, curveball, playing Creighton in the Elite Eight. Whoa! Mm, yeah. All right. So, and you have you have Houston beating Alabama. Houston beating Bama. All right. So mine is, um, I'll start I'll start in the East because the East is where things get crazy. I got Memphis playing Duke. I got Duke winning that game. I have Marquette playing Kansas State. I have Marquette winning it. I think you put Stevie Mitchell on Marquise Noel. I think you put Omax on Keontae Johnson, and I think Marquette wins that game by double figures. Um. I have Marquette beating Duke because I think that they'll be able to pull the big guys away from the basket and Marquette in the final four in the South. I think Alabama cruises. Uh, I think my, dude, you'll be fine. If you pull Dukes, Duke will be fine. If you try to pull them away from the basket, those guys can guard out there. I still think that they, I, okay. I think Marquette wins. Yeah. Okay. I, I just, I think that they win. I don't, I, I'm not, I'm not fully bought in on their guards enough. I think Marquette, they're just the team of destiny. Um, I've, I actually have Creighton losing in the first round at NC State. I just I'm worried about the the, the those guys going up like the, the the drop coverage that they play with Kalkbrenner. Wow. Jarkel Joyner and Turquavian wow. Smith are both going to have 25. Uh, even if Creighton wins that game, then you have to go deal with uh, Adam Flagler and LJ Cryer and Keontae George. Like I just maybe I don't like, you had I don't, the Gauchos winning. You picked UC Santa. No, Bay? I think I don't have. I I think that UC. I think that that's a dangerous team. I just. Hey, you know what I think? Hey, hey, Fanta, you know what I think Doster's like strategy is here? I'm going to, throughout the course of the episode, pick both teams in every game. Yeah. So by the now end, now you're figuring it out. So, so no matter by what happens, end, I just clip I can it out. Clip, so later I can clip who I called. Yeah, I you're, just don't you're think. Start, you're, getting, you're starting to figure it out. No, I just think that <laughs> I don't think people are talking enough about UCSB, but I think Baylor wins that game. Um, anyway, I have Arizona getting to the Elite Eight. Uh, and I have Alabama beating Arizona to get to the Final Four. I have Alabama beating Marquette to get to the national title game. In the Midwest, I have Houston over Miami and then Houston over Texas A&M getting to the Final Four, uh, playing a home game against the UConn Huskies. Uh, I have UConn getting past Arkansas in the Sweet 16. And then on the other side of the bracket, I have TCU beating Gonzaga. Then I have TCU beating UCLA. And then I have TCU playing UConn. I have UConn beating T- – I'm sorry, I have uh, UConn beating UCLA um, to get to the Final Four. UConn beating Houston. It's a matchup of wills right there. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to assume that the uh, strong-headed folks from the Northeast are going to find a way to win that game. And then you know how I have winning the national title? UConn. Now those nets. Danny Hurley. Just imagine Danny Hurley at the top of that ladder cutting down those nets. Just think about it. Just think about how good that's going to look. Listen, this has been the DTF podcast. T.O.'s got to go. Fanta's got to go. I think I just, I may have killed Fanta. He may be done. 
RIP. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, but guys. That was the most the next time, ending. the next time that we talk on the show, we're going to be talking oh. about the first weekend of the NCAA tournament. <laughs> it kicks off tomorrow night. If we get the first weekend games, we are less than 72 hours away from the start of the madness, from the start of the NCAA tournament. For John Fanta, for Terrence <laughs> Oglesby, for our partners, Bet Rivers, run your pool and the Vaulted app. This has been the DTF podcast. We'll see you guys again next week. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.